Hey, what's up, guys? This is Oscar from the Talking to Ish and Scheme podcast to let you know that if you're thinking about doing your own podcast, real simple, download Anchor. They're going to guide you step by step and how to create whatever you have in mind and post it via Spotify. So download Anchor, get started, make your dreams come true just like I did. Good looking out, Ish. Download Anchor today. Get your programs posted as soon as possible. Take care, guys. Peace. Welcome back to another episode of Talking at Ish and Scheme podcast. We are here back together again in the safe space we call Treetop Studios. Studios. Oh, you heard her voice. <laughs> She's back. She's back. I'm you guys, back. Thought, <laughs> You guys thought she left me, but no, she is back. And we're back, and I'm glad she's back because we were just talking about how difficult it was for me to do a, a podcast by myself. So, Ish, welcome back. How are you feeling? I'm happy to be back, and I just want to say that I'm so proud of you because that last episode was really good on a dolo. So, yeah. Good it stuff. Was, it was tough. It was tough. But, but I you made, did good. I made it. I appreciate it. That's Thank what you matters. so much. Look, I'm, I'm even trembling just talking about it. It's weird. <laughs> it's crazy. But yeah, guys, we're back. So thank you so much for the support. We love it. And um, Ish, what's the topic for today, my girl? Today, we're diving into a topic called Pieces of Me. So just to give you a little bit of insight, um, we came up with a title from discussions on relationships and, you know, giving your whole self, giving a part of yourself, vice versa, and how you actually come together as, you know, a team. Um, so I think, you know, me and Oscar, we're just going to give you some insight perspective again on our thoughts on this topic. And for me personally, I think that in a relationship, just to get right into it, you have to be whole. You have to be a hundred percent of yourself before you can commit to somebody else. I think, you know, if you say, oh, you have to give 50% and you have to give 50%, that's not really logical. For me, you got to give 100% yourself. The other percent, the other person has to give 100% of themselves. And on some days, if the other person can't give their full selves, then that's okay. You should have the ability to pick that slack up for that person because not every single day are we whole. But I think getting into a relationship, mentally, you have to be whole. Right. What do, you, like what do you think about that? I like that. First of all, because hearing, you, no. <laughs> hearing your voice is just like puts me back at ease. You know what I mean? <laughs> Instead of not having that voice. But no, one of the things that you just said right now in your opening is 50-50. So a lot of people think that, yeah, 50 this, 50 that, right? Mm-hmm. Or when some people say, you know, he or she is my other half. And I think you just nailed it on the head. It shouldn't be my other half. It should be my other whole, right? So 100-100. Yeah. And sometimes, too, it's just depending on, you know, we go back to it, right? How you were raised, how it came about. You know, a lot of people have that mentality. This is my better half. Mm-hmm. And this is, I hate that term, my better half. Yeah. What do you mean? Like, that's your better half, right? So the mentality of 50-50 is like so absolutely absurd. It should be your 100 and my 100. Mm-hmm. But remember, once again, we go back to previous podcasts. Your 100 might not might be a different than my 100 yeah but as long as the mentality is there for 100 100 instead of my better half or 
she completes me or he completes me. That's the dumbest shit I think I've ever heard. Yeah, and I think, you know, when you use those terms, my better half or he or she completes me, okay, it maybe it sounds stupid and it's like, all right, they're Romantic. fucking, they're picking on this dumb shit. But no, like, you have to be very selective with your choice of words because the meaning is way stronger than, you know, just that surface level. Oh, this is my better half. Oh, that's sweet. No. Right. What about you? Like, what's up with you? Right. Like, like, why aren't you that better half for yourself? <laughs> right. You're absolutely right. It's, I'd rather introduce somebody as, hey, this is my partner. This, mm-hmm. is my, this is the one, the person that I've chosen to share my life with. Mm-hmm. I think it's more powerful than this is my, you know, she's my better half. Mm-hmm. Or, or, or I'm saying she, right? Because I'm a he. So she's, <laughs> she's the boss. Like, you know what? I always got to do that. Like, we know. No, 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 I know that. But you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, sensitive times nowadays. But anyway. <laughs> But no, it's just like, it's funny how, you know, the, the behavior, especially like in the retail world, right? Like when you help, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't care, man. Listen, when you're helping a guy mm-hmm. and the guy goes, oh, I got to ask my wife, you know, if this is, if this is okay. And I'd be like, for real? Like you have to ask your <laughs> wife? Like, Wait, if, wow. okay, I need an example. If what's okay? Or just like oh, for... Just basic stuff. Like, oh, the color of the sneaker, the color of the shirt, the color of this. Like, you really? Well, okay. Really? No, I'm sorry. No, 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 Ish. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> now, I understand if it's, you're making a, 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 a big purchase, like a house, a car. Mm-hmm. And that I understand. Mm-hmm. On a pair of shoes? If it's okay is a little dramatic, but in those people's defense, I'm an extremely indecisive person. <laughs> Go ahead, laugh out loud. <laughs> So, I'm a very indecisive person and sometimes I'm like okay not sometimes almost every single day I need somebody to make a decision for me whether it's what I'm gonna eat I need you to decide between the two or what shoes should I put on today little things like that yeah. I have serious indecisive issues damn I, I love that I learned something new all the time about you no it's really bad cause like with me I'll give you an example. Like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. If it makes you... Like, if you want to wear the sweatpants that you got on right now with them black boots mm-hmm. or those or those shoes, go ahead. <laughs> knock, knock you out. So, right? if I had these sweats on with those flats, those office flats, mm-hmm. and I walked outside with you right now, you wouldn't be embarrassed? Are you? Would you be comfortable? Are you comfortable? I would, I'm just saying. I would be embarrassed. No, no. Yeah, all right. So, you would be embarrassed. It's your choice. You decided to, you decided to put that on. For me to say, like... Like, if we go into an event... Right, let's go. We're going to a party, and I pick you up, and you got sweatpants and flash shoes. <laughs> I'm gonna spit this coffee out. <laughs> right, so that that's when I'll be like, "Yo, Aisha, hold on for me." You know, we go into like a formal event. But like, I'll give you an example. Right, when my daughters were little, mm-hmm. and I think they both did it. Right, I remember one time I was rushing both of them, different times because they were like four years apart, five years apart, four mm-hmm. years apart. Well, they're gonna kill me. Um, four <laughs> years apart. Um, and I'll be like, oh, "Come on, so come downstairs," and then she will come. I remember one time she came down in leotards, a tutu, a soccer jersey, and a tiara. And I looked at her and I said... See, that, we're giving these kids too much leniency. Yeah, yeah, but, but I said, that's how you want to go to school? She goes like, yeah. I told her, are you comfortable? She was like, I love what I wear. I like what I wear. That was her voice at that time. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, let's go. Let's do it. So like, you look at it, she's expressing herself, right? She went to school. That day I happened to be off. I picked her up. And then she, she, I remember in the car, she was like, Papa, everybody loved my outfit. Could they say I was shocker princess? 
you know? Oh. But it was just, if you feel comfortable, who am I to say, nah, you're mm-hmm. embarrassing me. Yeah. That is crazy. But it's not even about embarrassment. Like or, I said, even like with food. Right. I can't make a simple decision sometimes and I need somebody to be like, all right, what are your choices? Right. I give it to them and they're like, all right, choose this. Sometimes I even go against the person. Right. But I just need something to come out of somebody else's mouth. Okay. So in defense of those people, to go okay. back to that, sometimes maybe it's just an issue like that. Maybe okay. it's not permission, you know, quote unquote. Maybe it's just an opinion that they're looking for. So that was a terrible example. No, it's fine. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's just like, yo, listen, man. If you, if you can't make simple decisions, don't be in a relationship, baby. Well, goddamn it. I, I, I guess I'm never going to find somebody. No, I'm just kidding. No, but it's just that, like little things like that that I just be like, for real. Mm-hmm. I mean, shout out to my ex-wife, too. It's like she never, as long as I was comfortable. Mm-hmm. I get, maybe I learned that from her. Because yeah. it was like, yo, whatever she wanted to do, whatever she wanted to wear, didn't matter to me as, as long as she was comfortable in her own skin doing that. Now, if she said, hey, does this look nice on me? Mm-hmm. I'll be like, yeah or no. I was like, oh. And she's done it uh, with me in the past. Like, if I'm wearing something, she's like, mm, I don't know if that kind of... I don't think that matches. I'm mm-hmm. like, for real? Then sometimes I'd be like, ah, it doesn't matter. I'll go anyway. Right? But, but see, I feel like even like we steered away a little bit, but not really. Because I feel like even in situations like that, you're looking for your partner, you know? Mm-hmm. And you want their opinion. And that's where those other pieces of you come into play. Right. You know? Maybe, okay, I can't make a decision on something and I want my partner's opinion and I want them to tell me their thoughts. Right. And that's where we make that, that thought whole when we come together. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Just, you know, I gotta ask my wife what color Timberlands I need. Like, for real, dog. What kind of Timberland? All right, man. And then I usually pat them on the back. Mm-hmm. Make sure they still got a spine and then they're jelly. That's crazy. And it's just like disrespectful. No, no, not just, just tap him on the back. Be like, yo, you're gonna be all right, dude. No, no, already... <laughs> disrespectful. Yeah. All right. Pieces of me. See, pick it up the pieces. That's I'm giving you little pieces of me. Just have confidence in what you do. Right? I, I think that's what it is, right? Just the confidence in your partner. Mm-hmm. And not only in little things like, you know, wardrobe and stuff like that, but. What attracted you to the, to your partner? Was it like the coolness of, of of the way they carried themselves or fashion-wise or whatever the case is, right? I think one of the things with with that is trying to change people mm-hmm. in, in, in a big thing, right? Big, you're trying to change somebody to, to sort of accommodate you. And I think that's a, a lot of times that's an error when you're trying to change someone. I think so. Yeah. Right? No, it definitely is because if... If that person isn't who you want them to be, if, if you're not into them, like, and you want to change them from the get, then why are you going after them? Are you settling? Are you just saying, oh, I'm going to pick this person, mold them into the person I want them to be so that they can be, you know, the whole that I want them as? Right. Like, what's what's the point of that? Sometimes it is a projection, right? And I go back, I just, I just, I just look at, at relationship behaviors, right? Mm-hmm. So when I... When I help couples and I see like, <laughs> and I see the woman saying, um, you know, li- little simple things like, sir, are you, uh, you going to wear these out today? And then he, he'll he be like, yeah, I'll wear them out. And then she, nope, you're not wearing them. And then he goes, I guess I'm not wearing them. I'm like, word. 
That's the thing where I stop and I be like, for real? Yeah. And I go beyond that because th- this is little simple things, right? Yeah. So I imagine the larger scope. So then I'd be like, damn. I, I get this feeling of, damn, I feel bad for you, bro. Because mm-hmm. I already know the major shit. She's rocking and controlling and you're just like, I guess the other term that comes to my to my brain is happy wife, happy life. That is just absolutely no, insane. No, that's, that's a bunch of BS. That's just fucking stupid. Yeah. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It just pieces of me. I was like, yeah. I think I'm like, I don't no, know what direction it, it was going in. But. It is stupid because it's not always about her. Say that again. Slowly. I said it is stupid because it's not always about her. That's right. And I know, like you said, we throw away, we throw the word toxic around a lot, but it doesn't always fall in the lap of the man. It doesn't. And a lot of people just look past that, turn a blind eye. Mm -hmm. And it's sad. Okay, yeah, we've, you know, women have had their share of bad experiences. Not all, some. Myself. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't, you know, put a bad label on all men. Right. And I think we fail to realize that women are at fault too. And a lot of women don't take accountability and like to point the finger. Um, I like the way, the fact that you said accountability. Well, I think, you know, that's a word that we mentioned on mm-hmm. one of our last podcasts. And it's true. You know, we're so quick to, okay, base a current situation on a past experience and say, oh, you know, point the finger at our current partner when we shouldn't. Right. And that's why I say you have to be whole before you go into a new relationship, a new experience. Right. Because if you're still dragging along those past experiences, they're going to linger in your new one. And it's bound to fail. Or you're bound to hit more rocks than, you know, more highs than, I mean, more lows than highs. Right. And you have to make sure that you really work on yourself in every aspect, whether that's mentally, financially, um, your goals, just everything. Right. I think that I think the baggage part is just the main thing. We drag the baggage to the next relationship, right? Mm-hmm. And then we start comparing that person with the other person that was prior. Mm-hmm. Not to their knowledge, but we all do it, right? Mm-hmm. And I think is in fact for me, for example, this time. I'm, I'm trying not to take, instead of having to carry on, like, oh, here it is, perfect example. Instead of putting that baggage on the plane, mm-hmm. I want to have a carry-on as light as possible because I want to open that baggage and go through stuff that I need and that I don't need. Mm-hmm. What I want to do is not compare the next person to whatever other relationship I ever had because yeah. that's not fair to that person. No, it's not fair. And right. whether the new person is good or bad, you know, you figure that out along the way, but regardless of who that person is and who you're going to learn them to be, you should never take your past experiences and do a compare and contrast. But I guess in, in some in some aspects they do, right? Because that's when you start looking for those flags. I, I don't, right? yeah, you can say, okay, in some point you do, but I think it's more so the experience than the individual's. Right. You know, like I could say, oh, but this person did that for me and this person's not doing it for me. Right. Okay. But what is this person doing that that person didn't do? Right. You know, and at some point, and I'm not saying settle because you should never settle. Right. You know what you want, you go after it. But 
if you know what you want, don't go after something else and try to make it something that it's not. Right. Never. Because that's not going to work out. Right. And I know, like, me personally, I have a lot of things to work on. I know that if I got into a relationship right now, things from my past would still be lingering. And maybe it's good that I'm not in a relationship for those reasons. Right. But for me, myself, I know that I got to work on those, you know, little things. One question that just popped into my head, right? Because we, I guess we're both on, the, on that same road mm-hmm. of embracing the, the singleness, right? Yeah. Um, and do you get scared as oh. time, a time goes by that you're just getting so comfortable in this singleness that you're in right now? Oscar, <laughs> I've been single for four years. Right. Oh, you got me by one. All right, cool. <laughs> when I tell you that, I, I am terrified in a lot of aspects. I'm scared of getting into a new relationship because I'm so complacent in my solitude, mm-hmm. living alone, being alone, not having to clean up after anyone or worry about anyone else's, like nobody giving me a headache, none of that. Right. Like, I'm, I'm fearful of these things because it's weird in a sense. I'm like, damn, like I really want to settle down with somebody. I want to have my little basketball team of kids <laughs> and I'm getting old you know I'm running out of time <laughs> but <laughs> I just yeah, the, the numbers just popped into my head which we'll, we'll we'll not we'll not say on this podcast but I know the number just popped into my head I'm like yeah <laughs> but at the same time I'm like damn if I commit to myself commit myself to somebody and we're living in the same household Am I, like, within that first year, or what if within the first five years, I say, fuck this shit, like, I'm tired of you, I want to be alone again, kind of thing. I'm afraid of that, because I'm so used to being alone at this point, and I'm so happy with it. Right. So I agree with all that, Yeah. but what I learned this week in conversation with a friend of mine, Mm -hmm. um, you know, she's going through the ringer right now and stuff, so, but, um just listening to her right and the way she's kind of like punishing herself in a a certain way Mm -hmm. I kind of stood back and said you know what maybe I'm going at it or thinking at it in a different perspective right so like I gave her kudos like it got to the point where she got me annoyed Mm -hmm. and I said all right listen man I'm gonna be a friend and I'm gonna tell I'm gonna give you the truth I'm not gonna sugarcoat shit like you keep badgering yourself but you got to stop and understand that you gave it your 100%. You gave it your all. You didn't cheat yourself. This person wasn't ready for you. He, he was not ready for all that love or that whatever it was. I know there's going to be other stuff. There's other little issues that she, she might have to change. Yeah. But everything that she gave this man, she gave it to him everything. Mm-hmm. And he just wasn't ready for it. So she kept saying, well, what could have been different? There's nothing different. Stop back. Be proud that you gave yourself. That, you know, your heart had all these walls and and you decided to tear them down for this person. Obviously, he was the wrong person. But be proud of the fact that you were able to tear that wall down. Give yourself 100%. Be proud that you gave you 100%. Don't cheat yourself. Be proud. Mm -hmm. And he just wasn't the one. The way she... You're describing the way Mm -hmm. she feels or felt. That was me for a very long time. Right. I was bashing myself or questioning myself you know, for a failed relationship. Mm-hmm. And that just lingered. That's something that lingered in my mind for a very, very long time. Right. It's definitely something hard to get past because right. you question why, you know? Mm-hmm. You're like, 
I gave all of myself. Right. I did so much for you. I poured my heart out to you because I wanted to. Right. And it failed. Like, why? What right. did I do wrong? Where did I go wrong? Right. Why don't you feel this way anymore? Like, what is it? Right. It's it's definitely something tough to get right. past. So, so I mean, just, it's just the same thing. Like, like you obviously you like you love basketball, right? Because all your references are basketball references. Are they? Yeah. I know. You know, these... I'll be honest. I haven't watched basketball like that. Like, but that everything is basketball. Years. Like every time we, you make a sports reference, it's basketball, which I, is fine. I like or basketball. Any, <laughs> or any sport, it doesn't matter. But normally, for example, right, when, when, when you're talking to a kid or, or you're listening to a professional athlete, mm-hmm. and the elite professional athlete will tell you, or even if you go out here and pick up game, person goes on the court, gives it their all. 100%. If they win, they win. If they lose, they lose. Mm-hmm. Right? And if you lose, you kind of play that game in your head like, damn, what could I have done? Right? But the elite say, okay, let me learn from what I didn't do. Yeah. And it's the same thing with relationships, right? So give yourself, every time you go, and we kind of like, when you when I asked you that question, you, you kind of took it into like, I just want to make sure I don't fail at this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. Instead of going the other way, like, yo, this is what I can bring to the next individual, which makes the mindset a little bit different. Mm-hmm. In the aspect of this is all that I'm bringing. This is all this positive shit that I'm bringing instead of just delving. Okay, this is the negative that I might get from this person. You know what I mean? So if it's gonna work out, it's gonna work out, right? Yeah. But I guess we just go into we. we ne- I've never coached a team or went into my professionals saying, "Okay, I clock in. Yeah, I'm gonna suck today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> today we're gonna get our asses kicked." Like I've never done. But sometimes we do that with relationships. Like shit, I might fail at this relationship oh god i'm getting these emotions back right and in 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 the in the game of life when we when we play sports i go in there yeah, i'm gonna i'm beating this team i'm and even if as the game goes along you kind of make little changes to dominate the game but in relationships we kind of don't we mm-hmm. look for that and then try to bail out wherever we can mm-hmm. or if not go with it don't make any adjustments and then just totally fail and then look back you know a year two three years and be like damn what could i done different yeah it's weird it's like i feel like going into my next relationship whenever that may be my mindset is more so instead of what do i bring to the table what are the positive things i'm gonna do it's more i don't want to say negative aspect but it's more of i'm gonna go into this being tougher because i'm too lenient I'm too soft right. and I need to go in there with just a strong mentality and if you're with it you're with it you're not there's the door but it but is that the, your true self no it's uh, it's different of me that's what I'm saying but I feel like I need to go into it like that because if I look at everyone around me but all right it's the bitches that get what they want yeah it is look I'm oh that's ooh, I like that I like that. I'm gonna get back to that from from a male perspective right mm-hmm. but let's say you put up those defenses which is fine you're 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 it's right for you to do right mm-hmm. because of past experiences right that's that baggage but here I come and I'm re- I'm ready I I want to give myself I'm gonna give my all to you 100% and all of a sudden I come across these barriers that you put up and I'm like damn it like why is she doing this so now it's making me feel sort of uncomfortable and I know it's a seesaw right yeah you know hopefully my actions and, and the way I you know carry myself will allow you to be like you know what 
he might be a little different. Hold on. And then you put your shield down, mm-hmm. right? And instead of kind of peeking over the shield to see if, okay, is he? No, I'm about to block his shit, right? <laughs> but that's what I'm talking about. It's just, and you're entitled to do that. But I, I guess the more negativity you kind of put into it, mm-hmm. that's the result that you're going to get. Okay, so right. hold that thought. Right. I want you to go back to where I said bitches get what they want. Okay. So like Because you're saying what you give out is going to be your result. Right. But if they're being assholes, why are they being treated like fucking queens? Because that it's the person that's receiving that that kind of just be be like, "All right, there's XYZ that I'm expecting from that person. That's all I want." Mm-hmm. There's no relationship there. It's just if he's spending money or whatever the case is, however that person is treating that person so like for example back in my young youth (laughs) when I was just I didn't care you know what I mean if I had a girlfriend yeah so what I had other girls too it was like the more of an asshole I treated people the more of a magnet I was I don't know why it works like that it's weird it doesn't make sense like the more of a dickhead I was and an asshole the more oh yeah I want the dickhead you Mm -hmm. know what I mean because I've been both I've been the super nice guy that just got Right? Mm-hmm. Then I've been the super asshole where it's just like shit is just bouncing off me and I'm like, whatever. Keep but it that, moving. I guess that goes both ways too, because right. even guys who are like so sweet, mm-hmm. they just get pushed aside. And it then is. these bitches go for the assholes. Yeah, but it's just depending too on um like me. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I mean to make, I mean to say yeah. I just thinking in my head no, I, <laughs> she's like each about to slap you. <laughs> no. no, but it's just it's just that. I d I don't know why. I don't know why it's just that it drives me nuts. It's that bad boy. Oh I want a bad boy. Yeah, maybe. Like, that's oh he doesn't like I guess you're drawn to like why he's not giving why he's being a dick, like, oh I'm attracted to that. And I mean I'm talking about dickhead. Yeah. Like my sister can attest, when I was young, dickhead. Really? Like I'm one hundred percent. But then I had Back in the days before cell phones, right? When you had to do this. If that's that old school, I'm holding the phone to oh my, my ear. It would, I, like, little shit, like, let's say you would call me, mm-hmm. and I wasn't really feeling you, like, whatever, right? It's just like, all right, yeah, Aisha's on the phone, all right, yeah. Oh, right, yo, Aisha, can I, I, hold on for a second. And I'll put the phone down and go do other activities, come back 10 minutes later, and you're still on the phone. No. That's what I got. My sister can attest. All the little, yeah, thank you. But it was just stuff like that, little dickhead shit. Like, uh-huh. like if oh, I flirted in front of people, like if you were like my girlfriend, I flirted in front of you with other. Like it was just an oh absolute train God. wreck. And they wouldn't, they wouldn't go anywhere. It was just like, oh, I'm off to the flame. Come on. So I've been that dickhead, that 100% household. Uh-huh. And believe me, karma. Oh, karma's beautiful. Is they karma went, beautiful or is karma a bitch? No, karma is beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful. See, that's the thing, right? You go into karma's a bitch negative. Karma's mm-hmm. beautiful. Why? Because here comes this other young lady and all of a sudden I was like, oh, I love her. And then all of a sudden it was like, it's just her. It's mm-hmm. her. It's her. And everything that I did, she did to me. That's crazy. But I was there like, oh my God. Karma is beautiful. It's beautiful. Karma is a beautiful it's thing. beautiful. I love it. <laughs> I absolutely adore it. Yo, shout out to all the assholes. <laughs> no, no. <Fuck> y'all. <laughs> no, listen, man. It's just it's just a lot of stuff that you have to learn within yourself and give yourself that opportunity to to not only don't cheat yourself, mm-hmm. be the best you that you can do, right? Be the best. Obviously, we're all going to have those defense mechanisms, but hopefully there's not too much that you might scare that person that's ready to like, 
oh my God, I've been waiting for her for so long. And then all of a sudden, like, but what did it? Now you leave them in a state of mind. If you give your all and the shit doesn't work out, you gave it your all on, the, on that game. You gave it your all. Mm-hmm. You missed some shots, but you got some shots, right? Yeah. And it's just like a game. You just go back and say, all right, I'm going to go back at it again. We don't lose one game and say, all right, fuck it. Yeah. I, you know, I suck at this. No, right? that's, that's, I like that. That's right. a good point. There's been games where, where I coach and I know we just dominated the entire freaking game. Mm-hmm. And we come off the pitch or the field and we lost one zip. And I'm saying to myself, they got a goal like that. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck my life. Mm-hmm. Right? So it hurts. But then when I'm the drive home, I'm thinking, I, right, my boy Adam did this. I'm like, whoever the team I was coaching or, or if it's the girls like Jane, Jane did fantastic, whatever. Then I'd be like, damn, yo, we dominated. Mm-hmm. But sometimes life is like that, right? You dominate the game and you still go home with the L. Yeah. So it's just, I guess it's just give you give your all 100% every time. Do your best. Do your best, man. And if it fails, it fails. Fuck it. But if you go with the right mentality of if you meet the right person, you go through your honeymoon stage and then you get into the relationship aspect where it becomes everyday routine, then you start to experiences, create new experiences, blah, blah, blah. And then hopefully that person becomes your partner. You know what I mean? Not your better half, but your whole. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Pieces of <laughs> pieces of me. I was gonna say pieces of love, but it's it's part of that, right? I mean, technically, same thing. Pieces of me. I like that though. Picking up the pieces, 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 Reese's pieces. See, now you're making me hungry, and you're gonna have to decide what I'm gonna eat because I'm indecisive. Listen, man. All that. <laughs> One thing I did learn, right? <clears throat> Little trick I picked up. I think it was on TikTok. Now, I'm not really on TikTok, but you know, a lot of those film, uh, videos play on Instagram too. Mm-hmm. So the guy gets in the car with the girl. And he goes, honey, uh, guess what we eating? And she goes, oh, we, eating, we eating Mexican food? Yes! Bullshit, he had no idea. <laughs> so instead of asking her, what do you want to eat? He goes, honey, guess what we're eating? She goes, Mexican food. He goes like, yes! Boom, drove to the Mexican spot. That's a good So now he it. doesn't I've have seen to. That before. Right. So I I'm like, yo, that's what's up, right? <laughs> so it's back to that is innovating, creating new ideas instead of just saying, what do you want to eat today? No, no, no. And then you spend 20 minutes. <laughs> See, I, I, need, I need somebody smart like that in my life. Just <laughs> play with my mind and yo, make me decide. Ish, guess what we eating today? Not working. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But yeah, no, those are the type of things that that you should learn if you're spending 300 hours a week on social media. Excuse me. At least pick something up that you can use in a fun way Mm -hmm. to create new experiences and stuff. So, yeah. What's going on, guys? Ish here from Talking That Ish and Scheme podcast, That Yurt Will Scheme. I'm here to let you guys know that you can find us on Instagram at Ish and Scheme. Give us a follow, like our posts, get engaged. If you want to listen to our podcast, you can find us on Spotify, Anchor FM, or Amazon Music. Go ahead, give us a follow. We're going to be dropping an episode every Wednesday morning. Stay tuned. Pieces of me, not pieces of love, Oscar. No, that's right. Not pieces of love. Pieces of me. Pieces of me. Reese's Pieces. I really like where we went with the first half of this um, episode. And 
not even just like the the mental you know wholeness mm-hmm. but even just the other parts of it with um making decisions for each other although you weren't too fond of that but i guess no <clears throat> i guess the major decisions yes it, you know if you're buying a house and stuff like that you know mm-hmm. i guess you know a car or whatever it's funny <clears throat> now that I even think like all the cars that I've ever purchased when I was with my ex-wife mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't consult her at all you didn't no I would not, not. even know what do you think of this <clears throat> no I remember one time <laughs> yeah it's crazy man but I remember um, one of the last gifts I, I got her was I got her a car mm-hmm. <clears throat> she loved it it was just um, I, I knew she wanted a dark car so I got her I got her a grayish charcoal uh car with the uh with the darker rims and all that mm-hmm. now remember yo shout out to the dealership i ain't gonna say the dealership <laughs> but uh <clears throat> i remember they made it a whole banner because it was like her birthday so like happy birthday and stuff like that i thought it was real cool oscar wants the sponsorships yeah yeah that's what it is he's not shouting nobody nah, out on this podcast nah, ever <laughs> listen, man, i need to get paid but no it's just like even the major things like that I mean, house, obviously. You know what I mean? That was a great, great experience. Yeah, Yeah, that was a great experience. But no. Interesting. Not at all. Have you ever been in a relationship, whether it was with your ex-wife or somebody else, and felt like they weren't helping you in picking up those pieces that you needed to, like, lift you up or... or just complete you for that day if you didn't feel your, your full self? Did you ever feel like someone was failing you? Well, I, you know what? What's funny? I've only been in th- like if you know me, you know I've told these stories before, but I've only been in three major relationships in my life, right? Mm-hmm. One, two, and three. Three being my ex-wife for you know twenty years plus, and then the other two were pretty much four years mm-hmm. each relationship. And those two, those two relationships at the beginning, it was just I was young. <clears throat> the first one, I was super young, <clears throat> while and out. So I don't. In a way, I don't really consider it a relationship. It was more of a lesson. Yeah. Because um, I was just wilding out being a dickhead. Mm-hmm. The second one, I kind of gave it my all and then had karma bite me in the ass and stuff like that. And so those relationships, I really can't think about them because, yeah, they taught me so much yeah. on how to treat a lady or a young girl at that time to a woman, that type of stuff. So it taught me a lot of that. But I've never had a relationship, except for my ex-wife, one that, you know what I mean? Um, that I needed a helping hand. You know what I mean? And, and she did a lot of that. Mm-hmm. She did. So shout out to her. You know what I mean? Um, she was there. And like She seen me in the, the, the lowest of the low yeah. to the highest of the high. You know what I mean? And amazing woman. Amazing woman. You know what I mean? So it's not like I can say, you know what, she was whack. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Obviously, <clears throat> excuse me, towards the end of our relationship, especially the last... I'm going to say two years, three years of it. it. It was rough. It was tough. I mean, you guys were together for a while. Yeah, more. I mean, we accomplished so many great things together. Yeah. And um, she bailed me out. And I bailed her out many, many times as well. So mm-hmm. it wasn't like it was a one-way street. Yeah. Um, but I think I had to go through that relationship in order to find that not only spir- uh, spiritual, emotional, and uh, physical well-being. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um Sometimes so, yeah. I feel like that's what it is, though. Like, maybe we're in a relationship for whatever a year. 10 what is years, it? What is it? A, a season? Reason? What is it? Season? Reason? I don't know what the hell you're saying. <clears throat> no, it's a three. People come into your life in three ways: oh. reason, season, and forever. 
I think that's what it is. Reason season. I'm always trying to rhyme with the other two. Nah, it's not a rhyme. <laughs> it's not a rhyme. That's why I'm like, oh, right? I'm like, oh, hold on, where the flow at? Nah, but that was a reason season and forever. And um, in this case, sometimes we think of relationships as you're trying to find something forever. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but with my ex-wife, she's a forever. Mm-hmm. In the aspect of not only do we share kids, but like this week, I just had a, an amazing conversation with her about just the girls mm-hmm. and what they're going through and the whole thing and blah, blah, blah. But it's just great communication and we can just laugh and kind of reminisce on, you remember when this happened and we both start laughing and be like, oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that was wild. But that's a beautiful thing. It is. I love that for you. <clears throat> it is. So I appreciate that. So no, back to your question. It was like, nah, it would have been, it would have been her in those moments where, where I needed that helping hand, where she had to become she was that person. She was, yeah, she was that she person that in my dark time, or be it financially, whatever. Mm-hmm. Not really. To her fairness, is not her fault. It's me, mm-hmm. you know, spiritually, emotionally. She wasn't that person because I wasn't giving myself a chance for that growth. Mm-hmm. So I can't say she. Maybe she could have been. Yeah. But I wasn't ready to open up and and be you know, the person that I am now, mm-hmm. I think one of the things that, um, that I do, like, I remember when you said regrets, Yeah. there was one moment where I guess she knew and I kind of felt we were going down the, the rabbit hole and stuff like that. Right. And I remember she said, Hey, we should, we should think about couples therapy. Mm-hmm. And at that time, this is my answer to her. So, you know, I wasn't emotionally open to none of that. I was still living that macho life, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, nah, I don't need that. You need that. And that's what I said. And there was one, that little phrase right there is one that I regret until this day. That's accountability too. It is, mm-hmm. right? So I wasn't, at that time, just to give you that mind perspective, I wasn't ready for that. <clears throat> Excuse me. I wasn't ready for that. Now, spin ahead, let's say we were still together and she goes, hey, we should, I would have been like, fuck yeah, let's do it. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's, but that's growth. Right, it is. So that's a reflection on yourself. So, mm-hmm. you know, you're in a different space in life. And it's beautiful that you acknowledge that now and that you've grown from that. Because you've gone to XYZ with her. You've made this beautiful life. And now you're in, you're both in different spaces, different points of your life. Mm-hmm. And whoever you're going to give yourself to next, you know, if you decide to with anybody... Up to you. <laughs> then right. you know that you know what you didn't do before. You can apply that to this now. Right. All those little things that you missed in the past, you are acknowledging now for your future. Right. But that's you know back to your point before of what she was for you and all that. I think it just it triggered in my mind how grateful I am for my experiences as bad as they hurt and as much as it's changed me as an individual I'm super grateful for that specifically because I know there are a lot of things like in my past that I'm not anymore I'm way more vocal now Um, I know what I want I'm way more focused instead of just saying oh yes you know I want to try this relationship, uh, I love you so much, like, I'm going to do anything for you. No, it's not just about that. There's so much more to it. And I'm super grateful for my experiences for making me realize that and opening my eyes to new things and different things. Because now I know what I want for my future. And I think at this point in time, it's really just a matter of, again, me being fearful because of my solitude and my complacency in life right now. Um, 
other than that, I think, you know, every experience teaches you something, whether it's good or bad. And as you go through that, you realize what you want for your future and what you don't want for your future. But at that point in time is when you have to take those things, separate them from one another and say, okay, I'm going to fucking do this. You know, you're not just going to sit back and watch your future fall apart. You know, you got to apply yourself with the lessons that you've learned. And I think I'm at that point in my life where I'm ready to do that. But I... I have my reservations. I have my fears. Of course. And no. I think right now that's the only thing holding me back. Right. And it, <clears throat> I guess it, those fears will always be there until you kind of, you know, come to a realization like, all right, these are my fears, but you know what? I'm going to put them. They're going to be there. I'm going to deal with them because you got to deal with them, right? Mm-hmm. Deal with those fears to, to the point where you understand them, um, strategize for them as well, and then minimize them to just hopefully a few <laughs> and then you'd be like you know what I'm not scared to go out there and, and do what I gotta do right so it's just like going back to those um, games of life right basketball game soccer game it doesn't matter mm-hmm. you learn from those games and then you kind of open yourself up to maybe I need to do XYZ in order to get better so I won't miss this shot or, or get this pass or anticipate this play or whatever the case is so mm-hmm. in that aspect like I said, when I took that phrase of, nah, I don't need it, you need it, right? That's that selfish player, like, nah, nah, fam. Like, you know what I mean? I don't want to mm-hmm. be a team player. It's all about me, 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 me. And then when you lose, is you, 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 you. Yeah. You guys, it's not me, 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 right? But for the opposing end, mm-hmm. if my partner was, like, hypothetically speaking, if we're in a relationship and you were saying that to me, that goes back to our red and green flags. Mm-hmm. If this is the way your mentality is, then that's a, a red flag. That's, right, you know, it's like flares in the sky. Right. He's not taking accountability for something like this. Right. And he's probably not going to take accountability for other things either. Right. And then now that I think about it, it's like ever since that statement was made, that was a turning point where mm-hmm. we really just went dig down. down. Just yeah, pretty much. You know what I mean? So if I had to, I think I was the, that was the last ride. We were like, nah, we're just going down. And, and it's a, you know, do I regret that moment? I regret what I said, mm-hmm. but it was part of that process that God said, all right, I'm going to let you fuck up on the on the wording that you're about to say right now because you got to learn from this, right? And I think, you know, regret-wise, yeah, I wish I would have never said that, mm-hmm. but at that time, it makes sense because that was the mindset that I was in. You know, obviously, when I look at it now, from where I am now, I'm like, damn, that's crazy. That's, like, you're an asshole. You know what I mean? That was a really one of the most asshole things I could have ever said. And I've said a lot. Mm-hmm. But in that case, it was like, yeah, you deserve to go with what you had to go through. Mm-hmm. And then we both did, right? In order for her to live her life and me to live my life now. But you need those moments. You need yeah. those rock bottom moments to help you grow. Did you and her ever specifically discuss that conversation? No. Because I feel like it's something that... Yeah. resides in your mind but I wonder if that's when she <clears throat> mentally checked out or not who knows I know I, I know uh, what's funny is she, she's she been through um, therapy as well as myself and I kind of guess because of that because of the failed relationship you kind of learn from that because you got you got to unpack some of that baggage right yeah. and go through it and stuff so you know what maybe, maybe I don't know if she listens to this podcast I, I don't <laughs> know I don't know and I'm going to say highly doubt it 
But if she ever, <clears throat> excuse me, if she ever comes across it, then yeah, I am gonna like from me, from my my sense of, of well being, I might, like, I might the next time we speak, I might ask her, hey, can I ask you a question? Or just let her know that hey, because of this statement, mm-hmm. what we went through, this statement, I kind of flash back to once in a while because, I guess because of this statement, it allowed me to go through some of these doors that I wouldn't have mm-hmm. if it would have never happened. Yeah, you know. So, but yeah. even even separated, <clears throat> I feel like these conversations are so important, mm-hmm. and not so much for the quote unquote closure mm-hmm. of anything, but. Just for the understanding, like for yourself, right? Acknowledging, you know, what you did or said that was wrong or right, and mm. again, changing that for your future. Right. And obviously, it's not just your perspective, but the perspective of the person who's affected by your choice of words or your choice of actions. Um, they're the ones that are feeling, you know, through your actions. And I feel like getting the other person's perspective is always helpful in molding you as a person and building your mental stability or your mental understanding of things. Because if you take something and you say, oh, this is the way you have to do it or this is the right way, this is the wrong way, it's not always the same for other people. And it's good to get perspective from other people Mm -hmm. because... Maybe you're the crazy one, or maybe you are the right one. You know, you never know, but right. it's good. You're the toxic one, but everybody be like, nah, he's toxic. I don't want to use that word. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, that's the thing, too, right? It's, it's looking in the mirror. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's quick to blame the, the other person, but yeah. nah, man. Like, I really looked in the mirror and said, yo, this is, this is why your marriage failed. Mm-hmm. This is what it is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I, you know, like I said, I'm not scared to talk about my ex relationship because it's not. It's it's part of. Hopefully, if I say something, it might help somebody out there. Yeah, it's part of right? us growing. <clears throat> so, like, I I really put my career in front of my my marriage, mm-hmm. right? And remember when we talked about balance? Yeah. <laughs> right, and I put my career 100 percent to achieve these goals. Yeah. That I didn't achieve. Great, I didn't achieve none of the goals that I kind of set those big goals that I was looking for. I didn't achieve any of it. But it didn't make me a failure. Mm-hmm. It didn't. I just didn't achieve those goals. But I achieved other stuff that I didn't realize until later on when I was like, oh, shit, yeah. But all that time that I put into achieving those goals that kind of blinded me, I sacrificed my marriage. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So trying to find that balance. Remember when I said, if you're going to give your all to your career, then don't try to be in a relationship, mm-hmm. right? But if your relationship is going to be your goal, then that career doesn't have to take a backseat. In other words, you don't have goals, but you got to understand that now I've learned that if my shift calls for eight hours, once I clock out, that job stays there. Yeah, It doesn't go home with me. I don't have to put in extra time. I can only do X amount of work from the time from this to the time of that. I don't take none of my work home. Mm-hmm. I don't. And that's you know not I mean? saying you shut your partner out of your right. career and stuff, but don't bring that that baggage home right. and put it on your partner's plate, your family's plate, because there's enough going on at home that you know needs your attention and focus. Right. So right. it's not like you know we're saying keep that out completely. No, right. but know what is right and what's wrong to bring home. Right. Once you clock out, you clock out. Yeah. And then it becomes your partner's time. Mm-hmm. 
you know, take advantage of that instead mm-hmm. of coming home and thinking about work and what I got to do and this, that, nah, man. From the time, I'm going to think about work when I clock back in because I get paid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get paid for that. And I feel like it's human nature mm-hmm. too, like kind of with, you know, each one hand in hand to create our own stresses. Mm-hmm. Like things that we don't need to stress about, we stress about and we make it bigger than we should. If right. you just like take a back seat <clears throat> and you think about, okay, I need to get X, Y, and Z done and it will get done. Right. But bringing it home and uh, unraveling it onto your partner or your family, whatever the case, like that's not going to help anything. And that's not going to help you get anything done. Right. You're literally just looping them into your stresses and it's unnecessary. Yeah. That's one of the major things I've, I think I've learned in my professional life is just once the clock, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm not thinking about work. Mm-hmm. And if <clears throat> somebody texts me or whatever, I politely text them back like, hey, I'm not working. There's nothing you can do, <laughs> right? There's nothing you can do. Like, for example, if, there's so- if, the, if the store is on fire, I'm not a fireman. Mm-hmm. Call the fire department. Like, little things like that. If they, if they stole some, all right, cool. They stole some. All right, what, what do we do? Yeah. Fill out an incident report. All right, cool. We're done. Everything is insured, right? But that's the thing. It comes down to your attitude and how you handle things. Right. So usually when I tell people, yo, do not call me. Mm -hmm. Because I'm not going to call you when you're off. Don't call me. I get paid from, you know, be at 9 in the morning to whatever. Those are the hours I get paid for. I don't get paid to think later on. You know what I mean? Like once I'm done, I'm done. It's me time. And I'm going to enjoy a movie or whatever it is if I'm... If I'm training from here to there Mm -hmm. and the session is over and a couple of parents come to ask me a couple of questions, yeah, cool, I'll answer them. But I'm not going to, like if they text me in the middle of the night, like I'm not going to answer. I'll just be like, yo, the next morning or whatever, I'll politely text them. You can talk to me at the next session. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's it. So creating those barriers where you say, you know what? No, this is my time. Mm -hmm. I don't get paid extra. Unless they paying me is good. If not... My time is valuable to myself. And not even with work, but you said fire department and stresses. It just reminded me. I bought this place last year. Mm-hmm. And I want to say about two months in. Yeah, it was like two months. I came home and I saw the fire department and a bunch of cops outside. Mm-hmm. And I start laughing. I park my car. And I'm like, I guarantee you it's my condo. <laughs> so I woke up to the cop smiling because I just knew. I'm like, mm-hmm. it has to be my fucking condo. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, uh, sir, which which house is it? <laughs> and he said my number, and I start laughing. I'm like, I knew it. I'm like, what the hell's going on? And he's like, your water heater uh, blew up while you weren't home. Oh, and damn. it leaked to the condo downstairs. Uh-huh. So the fire department had to knock my door down. Right. And I'm not home. Right. I, I'm new to the neighborhood, so none of my neighbors had my number to let right. me know. Nothing. Right. And I walk in. Downstairs, completely oh, damaged. The walls fell, fell apart downstairs. Oh. I felt so bad. But I was laughing because I'm like, you know, this was my welcome to the community. <laughs> like, yeah, much. it is what it is. What right. are you going to do? You know, right. they, shit already happened. You can't go mm-hmm. back in the past and change things. Handle your business and go about your day. Right. There's you insurance. Know? That's why you pay insurance for this, that, and the other, right? Exactly. They're going to handle it. You got a brand new whatever and everybody's happy. But mm-hmm. it's just going through that stress. And sometimes we just put so much stress in it. Like, hey, I can't control shit. Mm-hmm. Right? You fill out a job application. You did your, you did your, you did what you had to do. Fill it out, submit it, mm-hmm. and then bust out a little prayer if you want. Then after that, it's done. Yeah. But if you're thinking, oh, let me check my phone. Let me see if they called me. Yeah. That's- like-
change. Not gonna change. Like, right, because one thing I've told people is like, whatever you do, there's another person on the opposite side of that. So you put you put in your application, mm-hmm. right? You're expecting, oh, hopefully I get a call. But how about if I'm having a shitty day? Yeah. And I just look at your application and be like, I'm not in the mood to do this shit. And they just pass by you. And all of a sudden, you just pass this super qualified person. But it's just depending who's the person on the other side. Yeah, you, now, that you person, don't have control over everything. Right, so just... And instead that's of, something that people need to realize before right. getting into a relationship. Especially when you're committing to somebody else because you can't control them, right. you know? Their mind is their mind, your mind is yours. Mm-hmm. But how you go into that is what matters. How you handle that is what matters. Right. Right, so sometimes it's like, remember when we said... You know, the love that you give, don't expect it back. Mm-hmm. Just give it. Yep. If you get it back, that's a blessing. If yep. you don't, that's another blessing. Mm-hmm. Right? But that's something that you can't control. Right, you can't. And if you're happy with it, perfect. If you're not, leave. Right. You make those decisions for yourself at right. the end of the day. I like that. It's pretty nice. <laughs> well, it's true. Just yeah, you, can't, yeah. you can't control. You can't control stuff. Just put it out there. Put it in a positive energy. Mm-hmm. Put it with, with with that love, that caring that you want. Just put it out into the universe. You're going to get that back in different ways. But just as long as you do what you got to do and and just let it be. Mm-hmm. Let it be. Handle That's your business. It. That's all it is. And keep it pushing. Mel. Pieces of me. So many pieces. So many pieces. So many pieces. <laughs> I really have this feeling that Oscar wants to just sing for us Ooh. so bad. <laughs> no, sometimes I think of songs and stuff. I'm like, pieces. I don't know. That's just. I don't think that's a song. I think you're making that shit up. I am. I'm known to make shit up. Pieces. Reese's pieces. <laughs> See, now, see, now Reese's Pieces is getting a see, thing that I'm not getting paid. We're not getting paid for that. Oscar. This is crazy. This is out of control. It is absolutely. But no, just uh, food for thought. That's what we do here uh, on the conversation aspect of me and Isha. I learned that she can't make a decision on what she wants to eat. That's what we do out here. Or what I want to do or what I want to wear. I need a partner that's going to tell me, hey, choose this. Yeah, so if you see Isha out there in some sweatpants and some flats, just tell her she looks fantastic. <laughs> and then we're going to avoid all this stuff. But no, this I, I just love, I love just talking mm-hmm. and stuff and finding out stuff about not only you, hopefully you're finding out something about me. And, a lot. And then, the, oh God, don't say it like that. <laughs> no, not in a bad way. It's a good thing. Like, no, But no, you're absolutely right. It's just, you know, once again, we go to these... Uh, therapy sessions and stuff that we have in the form of conversations and and I just every time we do an episode here I just feel more comfortable and more comfortable and more comfortable so that's kudos to you and the space that you provide for for not only me but the audience as well to just have it have a time to just unwind and just relax and stuff you know in whatever activity the listeners you know doing right now so I super appreciate that I love that yeah it's awesome. Appreciate you, Austin. Yeah, of course, man. We appreciate each other. I like that. Um, final thoughts is all you. Final thoughts. So, I think the big conclusion of this episode is that you shouldn't commit to something and you shouldn't commit to anyone unless you are whole with yourself. Focus on yourself. Find yourself, as cliche as that may sound. Give yourself time. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy that time. Be happy with yourself. 
Because if you're committing to someone or you're committing to something and you're not happy with yourself, your time alone, um, then that something, that someone might just fail. You have to be whole as an individual. I think that concludes this episode, but uh, Oscar, do us that last favor and hit us with a gem. <laughs> the gem brought to you by me. So here's the gem, guys. I got two, but I'm going to go with this one. Um, don't rush the process. Trust it. Great things take time. Great things take time. Yep. Love you guys. Love you guys. Take care. Have a great, great week. I'm glad that my partner's back because this was super fun. And uh, we'll see you next time. Take care, guys. Peace. Peace. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Oscar from the Talking and Ish and Scheme podcast to let you know that if you're thinking about doing your own podcast, real simple, download Anchor. They're going to guide you step by step in how to create whatever you have in mind and post it via Spotify. So download Anchor, get started, make your dreams come true just like I did. Good looking out, Ish. Download Anchor today. Get your programs posted as soon as possible. Take care, guys. Peace.